All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Rite of Passage podcast. Today, we're going to be going over a topic that I feel is pretty important. I feel like everyone's striving for this, and that is happiness. We're going through the pursuit of happiness today and how we can reach it in our own lives. Yeah, and we can talk a little bit about the movie to the pursuit of happiness starring Will Smith. I think that was a, a good very, one. it was a good movie. Yeah. And I, I want to quote something that he said in the movie. Uh, and it says, the world is your oyster. It's up to you f- to find the pole. I think it's so true. I feel like we are living in a world where it's so hard to tell like, what is even happiness. Just because there are temporal happiness, there's eternal happiness. And sometimes we are too caught up with temporal happiness that we're forgetting the eternal happiness in life. Yeah, exactly. We get too caught up in the day-to-day life and it starts to drag us down a little bit. You start thinking that, hey, happiness comes through the money that I gain from work. Happiness comes from the achievements and goals that I reach in my life. And all too often, I feel like when you do reach those goals, those achievements, when you do get that money, you come to the sad realization, like everyone else, that it doesn't buy happiness. It doesn't make you happy. What actually does make you happy is what you learn and what you gain as you go through that journey of reaching your goals or achieving those things that you wanted in your life. I feel like that's what really makes you happy. Like you can't just get caught up in the, I want this, I want that. And thinking that that thing will solve your happiness problem for you. That's true. I think if we want to split into points, I think number one point is to be able to distinguish what is temporal and what's eternal happiness. <laughs> so for example, I think for me, like right now we're, I'm in college, and so I'm so caught up with trying to like, uh, you know, network and do everything I can. And I'm forgetting about experience about being in college. Because like, you only can go to college. Oh, I guess you can go to college, man. Like, like, well, for a master's, for a doctor's. Yeah. <laughs> different story, right? Most of us, we usually go to get a bachelor's, as I yeah. say, degree, right? And you cannot replace the experience. Obviously, you can work and get experience. But there is something about college, being able to like learn and understand what it means to be independent and everything. And so for me, it's being able to understand that you got to enjoy the journey. you got to not get so carried away with like, oh, do this, do, do that. you got to enjoy the experience and find your true purpose, like find that eternal happiness. Like for me, um, I was happy, I was lucky, I had my wife with me as well. And so like being able to un- have that college experience and being able to focus on uh, working towards marriage really helped me to find that eternal happiness rather than, oh, I want to do everything that I'm missing the whole point, you know? Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's a lot about mentality almost, Mm -hmm. where it's like you can find happiness in anything, really. Like, I lived in the Philippines for two years in third world country, and we basically lived in the rice fields and the mountains along with all of the people there. And these people, their food was, they would have rice and salt. And that would be their dinner and they would only eat dinner and that was it and they were still some of the happiest people i've ever met in my life whereas here in america we have everything like you go to walmart and you can get any kind of junk food and random crap that you want Mm -hmm. like we're all fat and gluttonous basically we have whatever we need but i feel like so many people here end up getting depressed and down on themselves and they start overthinking life a little bit too much Mm -hmm. where in order to find that happiness i feel like it's that mentality of saying like hey i have enough for myself i'm able to survive and that's basically all that i need 
and then it's changing that mentality instead of here where it's like all right we have everything and i need more it's mm-hmm. that i need more mentality that kind of starts draining the happiness from your life a little bit mm-hmm. i think just adding on that going to another point i think the main i feel like the main reason or why we are constantly um how to find the true happiness is because we're constantly comparing ourselves yeah. unless they call it they say it's a comparison is a thief of joy mm-hmm. i think it was uh, president thomas s monson the late thomas s monson said it before and i think it's so true um i feel like when we are constantly comparing ourselves we are never contented yeah. in life don't you think so exactly. i feel like like what Lenny was saying he was sharing experience how or people feel like oh they're not making uh enough money they want to earn more money because this guy is earning more money and then you're constantly in this chase you're in this race where you're constantly trying to get more money until you, you forget you forget to stop and enjoy life on its own i feel like life is short and we're constantly comparing ourselves we're missing the whole point of life yeah because it's just like when you start something it just becomes like a momentum and you know it might be too late and realize that you're caught in this whole race that you're missing out on the beauties of life you know yeah exactly like if you're always stuck looking over the fence thinking that the grass is greener on the other side you'll never notice what you actually have on your own side what's in your own backyard Mm -hmm. that can make you happy all too often it's those little simple things it's the relationships that we make with people it's the things that we learn in our lives that make us happy not the things that we accomplish or reach in the eyes of the world it's not the new lambo it's not the money it's Mm -hmm. not whatever but it's about mostly the relationships that we build with the people around us too because I feel like oftentimes in our society, we kind of idolize like the lone wolf, like somebody that goes out, they go work hard, they do everything on their own. They're made by themselves. But I feel like those people are never really happy. Like they may work hard. They may accomplish a bunch of really difficult things that we think is amazing as a, as a society. But in reality, that's such an empty life to be living. That's mm-hmm. not a life filled with happiness. It's a life filled with working for the system, basically, of working for just money and fame and glory. And none of those things lead them to a more fulfilled or a more contented life mm-hmm. like we re- like everyone really wants. That's true. I think it's because we're constantly trying to feel like being a lone wolf makes you cool. Yeah. Which I don't think that's true. Well, in my opinion, at least. I feel like lone wolf doesn't mean that you are the strongest or the bravest person in the world in the eyes of the world yeah you might be the brave strong alpha type but when you think about it in the long run like are you truly happy like would that status actually help you succeed in life because it doesn't because like people people forget pretty easily you may be the top in the world next day you're gone like tom brady retired from nfl like i'm sure people look at him like the goat the goal yeah. of football yeah. but you know when he retires there's gonna be a new goal they come in someone's gonna replace him yeah the weapon tom brady he'll he'll be pushed to the side and there'll be a new quarterback king in the in the nfl world and so we are constant we are replaceable uh, no matter how we try to deny the fact we are going to get replaced one day when you quit from a job what's happened you're gonna get replaced. replaced yeah exactly and so like we're constantly getting replaced and so there is no point of saying Oh, I want to just stay there forever. You are gonna get replaced. That's how the world is. You can't just stay there and hoping that people remember you for the rest of your life. You know? Yeah, for real. You can't get caught up in thinking like, oh, I have to build a leg- legacy, and if you don't, then you tear yourself down. 
oftentimes like a lot of our sadness and our sorrows and our hardships come because we tear our own selves down because we pull pull ourselves back down because we think that we aren't good enough mm. and also maybe we spend too much energy in the pursuit of those things that maybe aren't as important as we think they are i like to think of it as like every single day you wake up and you have a certain amount of energy that you can use right and a lot of that energy is used in the choices that we make every single day Mm-hmm. whether that choice is like hey i'm gonna go to work on time hey i'm gonna go work out today hey i'm gonna eat right today all those choices start taking up a little bit of energy and then toward the end of the day you kind of run out of all that energy and then that starts to tear you down almost where you're like shoot i didn't do this right i didn't do this right like i could have made this choice better and then you just slowly start to lose that happiness that you think you were gaining mm-hmm. in pursuits of things that maybe weren't as important as they should have been, maybe aren't as good as they needed to be. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of it is about how we spend our energy in the pursuit of happiness. Like you can't go chasing things that give you those short hits, those short highs. You have to be sacrificing for things that will ultimately give you more joy in the long run. It's like one of my favorite studies that. I've seen is these psychologists basically they got a bunch of children around like age five or so put them alone in a room with a marshmallow Mm -hmm. in front of them and they said they just basically left this marshmallow in front of the kids and they said if you do not touch it for 10 minutes I will give you two marshmallows Mm -hmm. but you can have this marshmallow right now if you want and you won't get any marshmallow after so what they did is they just left these kids alone in the room with the marshmallow and the kids that went and ate the marshmallow right away, of course, like they're little kids, that's what they wanted. They wanted a marshmallow right away. So they ate it, the psychologist came back and saw like, okay, whatever, like you don't get your second marshmallow. And the kids were upset, obviously, like mm-hmm. they wanted the second marshmallow, but they wanted that first marshmallow more first. Mm-hmm. The kids that waited and got the second marshmallow, they put off that joy or that hit of dopamine or whatever from eating the marshmallow in order to get more in the future and what they found is that those kids that were able to do that ended up living more full successful happy lives because they were able to put off that little bit of pleasure or something that we think would have brought us joy or happiness Mm. in order to get something that's better down the line like all too often we confuse pleasure with joy and i feel like that is a terrible comparison that does ultimately lead to a sadder life. Mm-hmm. I just adding on to that. I think we can summarize that into a point. I think is understand this. I feel like when we are chasing for happiness, we are constantly sometimes letting our standards go. Yeah. Just like what Len was saying. I feel like if the kid, when they all have standards, for example, their standards like, all right, I'm gonna wait to the second marshmallow. By the time they oh, they are so eager to eat their first marshmallow, they're like, all right, well, it's great. Like it doesn't hurt, right? So they eat the first marshmallow not realizing that they're actually lowering their standards for mm-hmm. something so temporal, like a temporal joy of eating that marshmallow, but knowing that you could get a second one if you just wait a little longer. Yeah. Same with life as well. I think I always believe that when we do the right thing and have good desires, um, you will be able to receive the greatest blessings of life when you continue to work hard and do all you can, and especially with keeping your standards. Because like you may feel like the world might treat you unfairly, but I believe that everything will work out in the end when you continue to work hard and keep your standards high. No matter how the world looks at it, you should not let the world dictate your standards. 
Because yeah. I feel like that what differentiates a true man and I don't know what what's a good comparison. A true man and somebody. Right? Yeah, just anybody going around through life. Yeah, you can just be like a random person. I feel like that's what differentiates you. It's your standard. I feel like the world has a whole different standards that people, especially teenagers, are trying to follow. But though that standard is only gonna bring you down, and it's only just gonna go downhill from there. Like there is no uphill from following the world standard, just because that's temporal. It's not eternal happiness that we are striving for, and for the reason we are here on the earth. Yeah, exactly. The world standards. You can't let them control your life because if the world controls your standards, the world controls your happiness too. Mm-hmm. And it will never let you reach either of those things. I feel like all too often in our society, we're told like things that make you happy are quick and easy. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm happy when I'm eating junk food. I'm happy when I'm looking at pornography. I'm happy when I'm cheating on my test. I'm happy when I'm looking for that easy fix on life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone knows that those things do not lead to happiness in fact they lead to way more misery after Mm -hmm. and they take away from your brain's ability to reward you for doing hard things for putting off that one marshmallow in order to get two it makes it so that your brain doesn't reward you for doing that so then you start eating that marshmallow first every single time you start taking those easy simple pleasures in hopes of that vain happiness that will never show up It'll never help you because the world never gives you that. I feel like you are the only one that can dictate your own happiness. You have to choose for yourself what makes you happy. And I promise you, it's not going to be those quick, easy pleasures or quick, easy easy things that the world tells you it will be. If you want a happy, contented life, you have to be a strong man that's willing to give up some simple pleasures or pleasures that are not ideal for you. You need to be able to sacrifice in order to get that second marshmallow, in order to build better relationships with your family, in order to make yourself more successful. It's like, I feel like if you go back to the gym, where it's like if you sacrifice your pleasure of sleeping in and you wake up early, you go to the gym. Daryl, does the gym suck in the morning? Yes, it does. Every single day. Yeah. Daryl and I do, like, <laughs> I swear, like, we wake up every single morning. And we text each other seeing if we're awake. And mm-hmm. I feel like half the time in the morning, I'm just hoping Daryl is still asleep so and, that I can go back. And I'm hoping the same thing too. But I feel like, yeah. I don't know, I just feel like every natural man, well, the, the term is natural man, meaning where you know, our body, where we are wanting to follow the world and whatnot. I feel like our body wants to take the easy way, like what yeah. Leonard was saying. They want to take the easy way, sleep in. It's okay if you miss one day of the gym. But... It's all about that momentum, you know, like if, if I'm going to do this one day, what if I'm going to do it the next day, the next day, and then one week we didn't go to the gym. And it happened before. We didn't go to the gym for like many days in a week. Yeah. And then it was just so hard to start back the whole habit of going back to the gym, you know. So it's just hard, but I feel like it's so important to be able to just fight it, you know, yeah. keep pursuing that eternal joy. Exactly. Like happiness is compounding. Mm -hmm. It's something where it starts out really, really small. But as it slowly builds up, you build an entire reserve of happiness. So I feel like every single day you go and you start collecting like, here's my one happiness. Here's my one happiness. Here's my one happiness. And then over time, you have this whole big wealth of happiness. And when that really hard day comes, guess what? It's not going to be hard for very long. You may have a horrible day. And then the next day may be a little bit bad, 
and the next day you're kind of back to your normal level and you're picking up happiness still along the way. I feel like that's able to support you so much. It's all about building or compounding your happiness daily through your own choices, through your own successes, and picking what things really matter to you. Mm. But those things that matter to you will not only just bless you, but bless all your loved ones as well. Mm -hmm. Because eternal happiness will forever be eternal. Yeah. For the reason it's called eternal happiness. And it really brings you joy, not just in the moment, but even when you're out of the moment as well. That's something temporal happiness cannot do to you, just because temporal, it ends. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So I want to share some of the things that I've done to find happiness in my life. Like, obviously, I'm still young, but I feel like I have a really good life now. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't always that way. Like, I was raised up awesome, but in high school, for some reason, I just wasn't very happy. And I feel like a lot of it was my own fault. It was through my own choices, through doing things that didn't line up with what I actually wanted in my life. And I felt like that was pulling me back. But the thing that I did to pull myself out of that little rut from high school is I started looking for those blessings that you were talking about, Daryl. Mm -hmm. And every single day, I would start writing down at least one good thing. Because I promise, like, no, no matter how horrible your day is, you can find one good thing in it that made you happy. And for me, sometimes, some days, it was, I'm happy that I was able to wake up that day. And that's it. That was the only good thing that happened that day. That was the only thing I could recognize at the end of the day when I wrote that. But it was still one thing that made it worth it. It was one reason why that day was worthwhile. And when you start compounding all those things, when you start building all of them, then later you can look back and be like, wow, like my life actually wasn't that bad back then. Like I had a really good life. I just had a bad mentality. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of making myself, I was throwing a pity party for myself for no reason. And I wasn't pushing myself to be better. And then once I started pushing myself, I started realizing like, oh, this is actually what does make me happy. It makes me happy to help other people. It makes me happy to work with my wife and have a good relationship. It makes me happy to work hard and improve my own skills to learn new things myself. Like Those are the things that really matter to me. It makes me happy when I go to church or when I um, follow the standards that I know are right, that I know are good for me personally, that I know will help me be a better man overall. Mm -hmm. I think take away a challenge to all of you as well, a challenge where you write one uh, blessing or one good thing that happened during the day. And like, when you think about it, a year has 365 days. And when you write it every single day without fail, the 365 things to be grateful for every single day. Yeah. And imagine you write two a day. They'll be like, a lot of mess. <laughs> There's a lot of blessings you can see, you know? And I think the whole goal is to be able to help you realize that no matter how bad your day go, when you be able to just take a step back and be content and grateful for the little things, there's always something to be grateful for each day. Like, just like what Landon said, it could be just waking up in the morning. There's some people who die in their sleep, mm -hmm. you know, and being able to wake up is a blessing on its own. And so like, when you take the challenge and be able to try that, like, you can help you feel better or at least have a better attitude or mentality towards the world, towards your, your life, no matter how bad or unfair you think life is. It's always something to be grateful for. And with that, you can be able to continue to build on it and continue to strive and continue to uh, improve in your life, in every single aspect of your life. And you'll be able to see how much growth you have, you know, you could do when you just change your mentality and just being and seeking for that eternal happiness. Yeah, exactly. It's all about mentality, guys. And 
also I just want to say like Daryl and I we do realize like there are people that actually do have depression and things like that that do make their lives very difficult and sometimes you can't just change your mentality when you have something like depression or whatnot mm -hmm. but I do feel like you can give yourself a fighting chance as you try and seek out the good things in life as you seek out those things that actually make you happy instead of trying to commit your life to the world's standards or to what the world wants you to be or what the world says happiness is on instagram or on youtube or whatever so really guys we just want you to be better we want you to live fuller and happier lives because all of us are here in the pursuit of happiness we're all here to live good lives like what's the point of living a long life if it wasn't a good life <laughs> Mm -hmm. And we're all on our own respective journeys. Um, everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. uh, it's tailored different. And so no worry if your journey is a little different from your friends, from your, your brothers, your sisters, and your whole other family members, your loved ones. Yeah. Everybody has their own journey to find their eternal happiness. And everybody has their own different goals, visions in their life. Do not, do not compare yourself. Focus on yourself and just keep to the road that lead to eternal happiness and stay on the course no matter what challenges and trials that come your way stay the course and i know that the end goal is like that that two marshmallow it'll be worth it after all the patience and waiting and just sacrificing your will to eat that first marshmallow you all make it in the end yep. exactly guys we're on the pursuit of those two marshmallows the pursuit of happiness the pursuit of a better life we're all on a journey to become better men. And guys, Daryl and I are here for you, just like we know that you guys are here for us. We're all on this journey together. We're all on different paths. Mm -hmm. But as we continue to push each other, we can all become better men together. Mm -hmm. So I hope, uh, hope to see you in the next podcast. Stay tuned, like, comment, subscribe for more content to help you to become better men. Here we go, guys. This is Landon. This is Daryl. Peace.